Praise the Lord. This is Apostle Pamela Witcher, the Agape Deliverance Ministry Headquarters. To God be the glory. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you. We give you praise, Lord, and honor, Father, for you alone are worthy, God. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand, God, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. God, in you, God, we move and breathe and have our being. Without you, God, we can do nothing, God. We thank you again, God, for this beautiful day, this beautiful week. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness, God. Father, there's nothing great that we've done, Father God, but you're faithful, Father God, in everything that you do, Father. God, we just call right now, Father God, for natural repentance on the north, the south, the east, and the west, God. Lord God, I prophesy to the nations, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord God, to um, um, bow down and worship you, Father, in spirit and in truth, Father God. For you are the King of kings and Lord of lords, Father. I pray, Father God, that we put away our sins, Father, our disagreements, our arguments, Father God, our strife, Father God, malice, Father God, jealousy, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, hatred, Father God, murder and demon we come against right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, we release your ministry angels, warring angels, Father God, in behalf of this prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, and plead the blood of Jesus, Father God, over your children today, Father God, we pray, Father God, that you would, Father God, break up their father ground, every stony heart, Father, I pray that you give my heart of clay, Father, I pray that people desire to be saved in this hour, Father, I pray that people will pursue you, God. They pursue you, Father God, like uh, they pursue these things of the world. I pray, Father, they put these things of the world down, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. I pray, God, they lay them at your feet every sin, Father God, so easy to set us. I pray, God, that we lay it at your feet, God, that you, will, Father God, will heal us, Father God, in this hour, Father God. Father God, we stand in spectrum, Father God. We know there's nothing that... Father God, we can do, Father God, but it's because of your mercy, God. Father God, you said you would have mercy on those who would have mercy, Father. If it is your will, God, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father God. Father, we stand on your word concerning, Father, Deuteronomy 28, Father God, those ones that are, Father God, believers, God, in Christ, Father God, they accept you as Jesus, the Lord of their life, Father God. This is our portion, God, in this hour, God. Father, I pray right now that you would draw your people by your Holy Spirit, God. From the north to the south to the east and west, back to you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I declare unto you, Jesus is Lord, brothers and sisters. This is the name of my podcast. I'm back, y'all. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. <clears throat> my uh, scripture text is John 15, 13. No greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. My goal is to bring a world back to God. His name is Elohim. And to see the demonstration of the establishment of God's kingdom on earth. Praise God. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. Praise God. We're going to start with John 5, verse uh, 5, all the way to verse 15. And it reads, And a certain man was there, which had infirmity thirty and eight years, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that, in that case. He said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The potent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another step down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him, That was cured. It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made Behold, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed was not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. After 
Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Praise God. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Jesus is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. The man was made whole immediately in the name of Jesus. So we know that Jesus is a healer. We know that he what he did in the days of old, he's still the same God today on the north, the south, the east, and the west, around the nations, in your home, wherever you may be today. God is still a healer. And what he has done for this man, he's able to do for us. It doesn't matter how long you may have been there. It doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, what you have done. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. It's time to come back. It's time to get your healing, whether it be physical, whether it be mental healing. In this last day, truly, the cares of this life, the struggle, you know, everyday struggle, the uh, different things that's taking place, a uh, pandemic is more than enough for any person to bear. We have been um, broken in so many pieces, brothers and sisters, and only Jesus can put us back together again. So we need to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt us in due time. It's all in his time, brothers and sisters. I'm just his humble servant. I'm just trusting and believing and interceding for God's people in this hour like never before. But it's God, the great physician, that will do the healing. If it's desire, he will, according to his desires, according to his plan, brothers and sisters. So we just stand trusting and believing his word because his word is life unto us, the spirit and his life. Let's go to, um, it says here in the bottom of my Bible, Jesus often healed as response to the faith of individual. However, he required no faith at all. The man was cured merely at the word of Jesus. See, Jesus had a mercy who he can have mercy on. So it, it is not up to us how God does the healing. It could be the faith. It could be just by his word alone. Jesus allowed it to, to happen. So God is very merciful. The Bible teaches that there are three uh, uh, contexts for healing. Faith, the faith of one that's being healed, the faith of others on behalf of the afflicted, and the faith of the one that's anointed, who is anointed to heal, brothers and sisters. Um, the Bible said uh, Jesus demands from all who profess faith in him and his name to stop sinning. That, that truly saved, the truly saved will stop. The Lord is saying the truly, the, those ones who chosen us truly saved. See, that's how you can tell because the, the Lord says those ones that truly saved um, is going to stop sinning. There's no way in the world you can say you're saved and you've been sinning forever. And you know that even in your shortcomings that you have a, a space of time of repentance. And even when you're in your um, in your mind, when you're saying and you and you know right from wrong and you still continue to sin, then that's your choice. It doesn't have uh, anything to do with God. You can't fault God because of where you are, because we all uh, make decisions and there's consequences with the decisions that we make. Although not perfect or above occasion transgression, true believers will commit their lives to Christ so that through the power of the Holy Spirit, sin will no longer be the characteristic of their lives. It's not that difficult, brothers and sisters. If you look around and see what the world is happening today, you see the sick, you see the coronavirus, you see the pandemic, you see the plagues, you see the nature, mother nature, you see all the things that's happening in your family, around your friends at the workplace. Why would you continue to sin? Why would you continue to stay there when you know the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy? So there's nothing good in none of those three um, characteristics of Satan. So therefore, you need to come on the Lord's side. And you need to stay saved in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I remember when the old mothers used to talk about staying saved, brothers and sisters. You got to hold on. You got to keep holding on. Can't give up. 
um, it said, true believers will commit their lives. See, it's about commitment. Once you commit your life or you commit yourself to anything, you're supposed to stay, you're supposed to stay to, uh, with that commitment. That's what adults do. We make a commitment, whether it be what time we're going to be to work, how much we're going to pay someone for whatever work or service they do, then we keep that commitment. So how much more important is it when you make a commitment to God to say that you've given your life to him and you're going to serve him, but yet you renege? you know, on this commitment back and forth, back and forth, tossed to and fro by everyone the doctrine. You're not, you're not a lot, you're not depending wholeheartedly on God. That's what the problem is. It says true believers will commit their lives to Christ so that through the power of the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit will help you. Sin will no longer be the characteristic of your life. Jesus' expectation for the born again life contrasts sharply with those who emphasize that believers will continue to sin daily in thought word indeed brothers and sisters the holy spirit the holy spirit will keep you no matter what um if you trust in the lord with all thine heart lean not to your own understanding lean not to pam understanding what i think i should do what i think is right what i think i should say but lean and trust in god you know ask god for the wisdom and ask god to guide your foot god said a good man footsteps the order of the lord god can order your steps have you asked him to order your steps god is able to do all things brothers and sisters but fail let's turn to um John uh, chapter 9 and verse 1 <clears throat> through 12. And it reads, as, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? And he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned nor his parents, but the works of God should be made manifest in him. So what the Lord is saying, he would allow things to take place in your life according to his will it says for i must work the works of him that sent me which is god jesus saying i must work the works of god who sent me while it is day the nighttime cometh it is nighttime brothers and sisters where no man can work um it's late you know nighttime means late it means he's coming back soon that's therefore we got to work wise day brothers and sisters we got to reach the harvest while we have a chance we got to make disciples of men we got to go out and preach the great commission, the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world, all over the nations. And as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The light penetrates through the darkness. That's why how can light and darkness dwell together? Can't. One have to overthrow the other. So therefore, the light of Christ needs to be in you for you to be able to overthrow the darkness of Satan's kingdom. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. When he had thus spoken, thus spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man, with the clay, and he said unto him, Go wash in this pool of Sodom. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is the others. This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were their eyes open? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Solomon and wash. And I went and washed, and I received my sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? And he said, I know not. Brothers and sisters, it's not hard. You know, we think about, you know, God gives a man instructions. And therefore, he, he obeyed the instruction of what God, Jesus, had given him. So when God gives you instructions, whether it be, 
you know, through your pastor or whether you're a minister or your parents, you know, it, it behooves us to follow the instructions that our parents or God has given us to lead us in the path of righteousness to get us on the right track. Because no man stands alone. No man is an island. There's someone you always have to answer to. And because the man submitted himself to the Lord Jesus Christ and followed the instruction, he was able to see his sight, brothers and sisters. This is a supernatural miracle, you know, and the unbeliever is, a, is drawn to the Lord through the miracles, through the signs of the wonders the Lord allowed to take place in the lives of his people. Brothers and sisters, be blessed and encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen.